Hi, I'm Greg Schaefer, and welcome to the virtual CISO moment. The concerns about information security that small and medium-sized businesses have or should have mirror those of large businesses, because really the threats are the same. Business processes are generally the same. Whether you're a small business or a large business, you have the same departments. You have your marketing, your back office, payroll, whatever departments are used to produce your product or service. Most likely you have a website and some other outwardly facing tools to interface with your customers, whether it be again to sell a product or a service or to provide that service. You have needs to get your marketing out there, your name out there, your product and your brand out there, and just as much as like the larger businesses do. And yet a small business or a medium business, medium-sized business, often doesn't have the size of information security program, information security resources or budget associated with it that you would see with the larger organizations. And that's not necessarily a bad thing either because when you're a small business, you have to make some decisions that larger businesses maybe don't have the issues of trying to make and that with regards to trying to allocate resources. And one of those decisions that often happens is that a small business will forego bringing on a uh, security officer, a chief information security officer. And again, that's not a bad decision. But when it becomes a bad decision is when it's looked at as more of just a simple resource issue of a yes or a no, or um, something about, well, we can cut completely here or there or what have you in one place or another. And what I mean by that is, is sometimes there's this misperception, this trap of thinking that information security is just IT related. And so long as we have certain information technology uh, controls or services in place, particularly now in a world where so many small businesses, my small business included, relies upon outside services such as Microsoft Office 365 to perform those back office functions where traditionally back 20 years ago were handled in house with a mail server and all that. So you automatically think that, well, we have these things in place, then our information security is fine. And there's two fallacies with that line of reasoning right off the top of my head. The first one is without really investigating what controls or methods in place to protect your information are in place, then can you really just rely on blind faith that your information is protected? And the second comes down to the definition of your information. You're responsible for it, whether you have it on premise in your office, my office here, for example, or if it's something that I'm storing out in the cloud, so to speak. All of that to say that five years ago or so, I felt very, I was getting more agitated and more frustrated because I saw more and more with small and mid-sized businesses that didn't have a chief information security officer really making very poor business decisions and mistakes that led to at the very least, an increase in risk of something bad happening, if not actually incurring something bad. Now, when I mean some, say something bad, bad I, I mean uh, an incident or an event that can cause significant business disruption 
or loss of capital or even to the point of closing a business. And I'm sure that you're all familiar with the some of the larger ones that make the uh, news, but um, the small business getting hit doesn't make the news, but but can often lead to the end of that small business. And so that frustration hit me as a chief information security officer or CISO, as it's known in the line of business, you might hear it pronounced CISO or, or CISO. There are different ways to pronounce the acronym, but either way, it's the... Um, it's the role within an organization for somebody to be uh, looking at information security as a risk management issue. And if you don't have that in an organization, then you really have no way to understand the risks out there and then apply it to your business as far as your business risk tolerance goes and make risk-informed decisions. And so I saw this and decided to create a small firm, a virtual CISO firm to assist small and mid-sized businesses in that very area. And that was about five years ago. And so uh, we have grown to uh, have clients nationwide and international now. And it's a very fulfilling, very meaningful uh, endeavor. We, we only work with clients that we feel are looking to uh, enhance and grow their security program as opposed to just um, reaching some measure of compliance because uh, they're, they're either their they're, uh, bank examiner, for example, or their um, whoever is auditing them for a particular standard, uh, ISO 27001 or uh, SOC 2 or two examples. They're just trying to check the box and meeting compliance to that. That's, we say in the industry that, that compliance doesn't equal security, but really what, what that boils down to more so is that you're not really doing anything to address risk at that point in time, let alone addressing risk. You're not even doing anything to try to understand risk at that point in time. And so the organizations that we work with are those that understand that information security is a risk management issue. It's a business issue and are really looking to grow their information security program from that risk management perspective. There are many firms out there that offer this type of service, and there are different buckets, if you will, of services that fall underneath that. Uh, we, and, and, and I'm not, I'm not um, downplaying any of them out there. It, it's, it's just, it's like any industry where there are specialists in certain fields and they do certain things. Our specialty is just simply that one little niche of like the small mid-sized business, say, you know, anywhere between uh, four and 400 employees or 10 to 300 million in revenue, something like that, or maybe a little bit less in revenue. But it, there's really no delineation factor, but we don't do other things that you might think are associated with information security, like penetration testing. We have uh, partners that we work with in that front. Because what we want to do is we want to offer to our clients that significant information security risk management experience that people have garnished from being CISOs and or risk analysts in uh, full-time jobs in their career as well, too. So in that sense, you're taking that very valuable risk management knowledge and applying it on a part-time basis where the small businesses can afford it, 
Um, typical engagements aren't more than, say, a few hours a week usually, and it works out very well all around. But the reason why I do that and, and, and the reason why I do these sorts of uh, videos and podcasts and uh, blog posts and so forth, and, and uh, for those who have been keeping up with the virtual CISO moment, you, you probably are aware that uh, there hasn't been too much content posted uh, as far as videos go on the YouTube channel, and there hasn't been too much in the line of blog posting. And, and quite honestly, that's been a function of uh, business growth and um, competing priorities. But really, I am, am blessed now to be at the point where I can start realigning some of my talents again towards speaking to those who are interested in this topic and maybe in some way, shape, or form help them. So there's some changes to how I'm working the virtual CISO moment. It's obviously a little bit longer than a moment. Those of you who had started from the beginning watching this several years ago will remember that it was a minute. It was just one um, chunk of like, hey, here's this snippet for the day, this sort of like video vignette, I called it at the time. Um, I wanted to do something a little bit different. I want to do a series of podcasts where it's not scripted. It's just me thinking off the top of my head on what the most important topic is that week. My plan is to do this on a weekly basis and, and drop it every Tuesday. And I would eventually like to get folks involved with it, first by um, inviting people to submit questions with regards to the um, podcast. And I'll try to answer them from a small and mid-sized business risk management perspective as best as I can. Uh, my email will be at the... Um, conclusion of this episode, I, I, I hope to have a banner with it, but just in case I'm doing this on the fly and learning a lot about podcasting right out the door because I'm changing how I'm doing things. Um, my email address is greg.shafer at vcsoservices.com. That's G-R-E-G dot S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R at V-C-I-S-O services.com. And if you send a question and maybe preface it by saying something along the lines of, uh, just say in the subject, podcast question, or virtual CISO moment uh, question, um, that should be enough to flag me. And eventually, I think, if we start to get in more activity, we'll set up a, uh, um, a uh, separate mailbox for that, and that way it will be easier to find, and others can then check the mailbox as well. And the other thing that I would like to note is, um, depending upon how this grows and how the um, appropriate is from a technology standpoint, I'd like to try to do some um, some Zoom interviews or other video interviews with uh, virtual CISOs and or business owners in the space and talk to them about their concerns. I'm really interested in hearing from business owners in particular what are your information security concerns out there? And, and it has to go a little bit beyond the very ambiguous, are we secure? Or how can we know we're secure? Ultimately, my goal is to help you in one way or another. I want to try to help as much as I can. Um, 
I have over 30 years of experience in this field, so I'm well on my way to trying to give back some of what I've learned. And this is one vehicle that I hope is going to be a um, method to getting there. So I look forward to talking with you uh, every uh, Tuesday. It's the plan. And um, again, questions, please let me know. And hopefully this will be something that you will find as a resource that you'd want to go to for 10 to 15 minutes every week to hear my rambling thoughts about security, knowing that I draw from experience that goes back to uh, the uh, mid to late 1980s. I'll talk about that in another podcast. So thank you for your time and stay secure.